Our Lord's words in the Gospel today come from the Sermon on the Mount, which began last week with the Beatitudes. We'll continue to hear excerpts from this very important section of the Gospel until we begin Lent in a couple weeks. And today, Jesus challenges the crowd there on the hillside and us too, for he spoke those words not just for their sake, but for ours. He says, you are the salt of the earth. You are the light of the world. Your light must shine before others, that they may see your good deeds and glorify your heavenly Father. Our Lord is teaching us here with these words that true faith, faith in him, is not something merely private. It's not something that's just meant to be for our time here at church on Sunday and maybe in the privacy of our own home, but nothing more. That's certainly what the secular world often tells us, even pressures us at times to keep our faith to ourselves. Whatever you want to believe on your own, in your own home, at church is fine, but don't force it on anyone else. Don't bring it out into the open, into the public square. But our Lord tells us just the opposite, that our faith has to be lived publicly for others to see. And I think he challenges us to this for two reasons. One is, if we merely keep our faith to ourselves, it says something about the depth of our faith or the lack thereof. If I really believe with all my heart in Christ, that he is the savior of the world, he is the center of my life, but I don't allow that to shape everything about my life, do I really believe? Faith in him has to determine everything about our lives. And the second reason I think our Lord calls us to live our faith in this public way is because he desires you and me to be witnesses. You and I are meant to be instruments for the spread of the good news of his gospel. You and I are meant to be evangelists. To be a disciple of Christ means also to be called on mission, to spread the joy and meaning and purpose that life in him brings. Life as a Christian isn't just about getting myself to heaven. Our Lord wants us to bring many others with us there to that place of perfect joy and peace and happiness. And so it is that we are called to live our faith publicly, to let our light shine before others. But it's significant, too, that this call of the Lord comes only now in the Sermon on the Mount after he's first taught the Beatitudes. I don't know if any of you are watching the series The Chosen, but one of the uh, sections of of that that series that really struck me was a couple episodes on the Sermon on the Mount. And we don't know for sure whether things actually looked like this or not. It's just one particular portrayal of the Gospel. But in the the way it's depicted there, you see the apostles are making all these preparations for this big sermon that their teacher is going to give. And they choose the spot and they set up the stage and they decide how they're going to manage the crowd. 
And then we see Jesus himself preparing his sermon. Thinking about what he's going to say and practicing his words and piecing it all together. I think many times when I've read various teachings of Jesus in the gospel, I I just thought, you know, he just showed up and started spouting off words. And maybe he did. He was the son of God and he could do that. But it's interesting to think about a truth that's certainly being communicated here, which is Jesus' words are never just happenstance. Everything he says, he says for a reason. It's all carefully chosen and crafted for a purpose. And I say all of that to point out that it's significant that Jesus first taught the Beatitudes, and then he called his disciples to let their light shine. Why? Because the Beatitudes are this clear call to humility. The Beatitudes are strange, many of them. But when you think about it, the pattern of the Beatitudes is this call to take our eyes off of ourselves and to lift our eyes up to God and out to our neighbor. That's humility. To not be concerned about myself, but to have a heart that's open to the Lord and to my neighbor. And it's only in that spirit that we can then live this call to let our light shine before others because there's this tendency in the the human heart which is fallen and broken and wounded, this tendency to pride. And if I'm not rooted in humility, then what might happen is I will let my light shine before others in order to draw attention to myself, to win praise in the sight of others, to boost my own reputation. Or perhaps another manifestation of that pride could be, I'll let my light shine before others. I'll be very public about my faith in order to stick it to people who don't agree with me. Just kind of shove it in their face. That's not what our Lord is calling us to quite clearly. Because what does he say? He says, let your light shine before others. That they might see your good works and not give glory to you but give glory to your heavenly Father. That's letting our light shine with humility. That's saying, I'm going to do these good things. I'm going to live my faith in a very public way. Not for my own glory, but because I love God and I love my neighbor and I want my neighbor to know God and to glorify him. This is the call of our Lord in the gospel today. The call, in other words, is is twofold. There's an outward call to allow our light to shine before others. And we do this in many ways. As Catholics, we have the beautiful custom of images of our Lord and the Blessed Mother and the saints. If someone walks into your home, can they tell that you're a believer by how your home is decorated? That's a way to let our light shine before others. Or to wear a crucifix or a miraculous medal, something on our person that says publicly, I'm a disciple of Christ. Or when we sit down to eat, even in a restaurant, are we willing to cross ourselves and to pray our meal prayer? Not as a show, but because we believe 
We want to open our hearts to the Lord, even if we're out in public. Or think about social media. There's a place where we need to let the light of Christ shine, isn't there? A place that so often is full of such the poison of bitterness and vitriol. Can people tell by what we post online that Jesus Christ is the center of our life? Does our light shine there? What do we go along with or refuse to go along with at work or with friends? When push comes to shove and there's pressure to do something that we know is contrary to our faith, do we let our light shine? These are the things that our Lord is calling us to. These are ways to let the light of Christ shine in a very public way in our lives. That's one aspect of this call. The outward aspect, but then there's the interior call to humility. To do all of that, but not for the sake of our own glory, but to glorify our Heavenly Father. Which means we have to be very introspective. We have to examine our consciences. And wherever we see that we're seeking something for ourselves, that we're acting out of pride, the call is to repent and to pray for humility, to ask the Lord for the grace to glorify Him and not ourselves in the way we live our faith. I think in all of this, we have such a beautiful example in our Blessed Mother, particularly in words that she spoke at the moment of the visitation when she saw her cousin Elizabeth and prayed that beautiful Magnificat. In her prayer, she said, all generations will call me blessed. She knew that she was going to shine brilliantly Through all generations, look at the image of Our Lady of Guadalupe. The sun is just beaming out from behind her. But why? All generations will call me blessed because the Lord has done good things for me. And holy is his name. You see, Our Lady allowed the light to shine through her. But all in order to glorify her heavenly Father. May she intercede for us that we too might live in this way, that we might live the words of Christ, that indeed our light might shine before others, that they might see our good deeds and give glory to our Heavenly Father. St. Patrick, pray for us.